Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes, routines, uh, stories, impressions, anything really that they can't get to work. I'm joined in the studio, as always, with Joel Grove, the producer Hello. I feel like I'm on a sl- in slow motion. Yeah, that was, that was really, really slow. It's been warm, it? though, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. I feel, and I, I was sitting outside waiting for you for ages. Right. I, I mean, that sort of sounded like I was having a go. You were having a go. You changed the day, so. Did I change the day? Yeah. We're supposed to record this tomorrow. So it's even better. No, it's not. So no. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I've got nothing on tomorrow. You could come by anytime. <laughs> oh, I've got loads on tomorrow. What are you doing? Uh, haircut. Good. Edinburgh prep. Off to Edinburgh on Thursday. First show on Saturday. Do all the comedians get their hair cut just before Edinburgh? I bet they do, don't they? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Do you all go to the same good bar? Chat, isn't it? <laughs> Last week, well, we've had two podcasts to talk about. We had Rob Orton. Yep. Which was a bonus episode. And Paul Foot. Yes. Yeah, Paul Foot's... But I've got feedback. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Joel. I've got feedback coming out of my ears. Loads wow. and loads of joke feedback. I don't know why all of a sudden, but I like it. Yes, we'll keep it up. But, but do you want to hear some of it? Of I mean, course. I don't think I'll be able to get through it. Oh, there's loads. Some good stuff, some bad stuff. Mixture. Good, good. So uh, I'll go from uh, chronological. I'll take it chronologically, please. But can chronological be backwards? Yeah. So most yeah, recent so, to yeah. furthest away. Yeah. Can that be right? Is that right? Yeah, Still I in think order. so. We're thick. <laughs> Rob Orton. Um, episode one. Uh, episode one? <laughs> the episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm all over the shop today. My girlfriend and I... Oh, so he's feedbacking about my kidnap joke. Uh, my girlfriend and I were kidnapped and the kidnappers locked us in a room with no windows and only a thick wooden door, which was our only way out. Okay, first thing. That's way too long for a setup, mm-hmm. but I do like where it's going. When the police found us, we had been banging for hours. Good very yes. good good angle having the two of you kidnapped mm-hmm. so it's not banging with the because with my joke I think I was banging with the person that kidnapped me right yeah I can't remember but yeah it's mm-hmm. not um, so at least our sex life wasn't affected by this ordeal okay good pun no pun's line too long do you need bit do wordy. you need any of the at least our sex life can't you just say we've been banging for hours and leave it there I feel like you do need a punch because isn't that the punchline it, well it no no that because because 
because the audience will be thinking banging on the you haven't given any indication of sex do you know what I mean? Yeah. Set up. So you need the audience. You need to take them one way. So the audience think, oh, they've been knocking on the door. Right. And then reveal banging. Some people might jump ahead of it. Unless yeah. in a setup you say something about, uh, oh, there you go. Um, I saved two of my friends who got kidnapped and they're in the, and they got stuck in a cellar. Mm -hmm. um, they told me that they've been banging for ages. No, but it didn't. Like, no, I rescued them, but it didn't affect their sex life because when I rescued them, they said they'd been banging for ages. There you go. There's the joke. Bang! Thank you, Daryl Milton. That's that's good. I mean, yeah, way too wordy his one, but that has sparked between us. We got there. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he's quite a big old part of that. Oh, good, good old Daryl. He, he actually gets involved quite a lot. So thank you for your feedback. Um, quickly working my way through Twitter, and next up we have. Uh, oh, so someone very positive about one of the the thing joke, not my thing. Mm -hmm. uh, do I need to say what the joke is? Do you think in this intro? Just yeah, maybe yeah. So something along the lines of my girlfriend said, "What's your problem with using a strap on?" I said, "It's not my thing." Yep, as in my willy. But that's we had from a big the, old discussion. From that's from the Paul Foot, Paul Foot episode. Yes. Um, and Mike Cooper said, just listening to the episode, I'm guessing that's not the first time someone's been disappointed with your thing, making a joke. Nice. Um, I definitely knew what you meant, and I think it's a great joke, both versions. So he's he's sort of on my wavelength yeah. of knowing that. Um, but we had, oh, so many. Um, okay, so I had the joke about, um, oh, so instead of not my thing, someone's come up with a separate one. Doug Heimrich. He, um, <laughs> did you send me that picture of a scrotum? No, honey, that's not my bag. It, okay, yeah, 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 that's okay, yeah, isn't it? It is, same, yeah. It's basically the same joke, but different yeah. thing. Not my bag, is that commonly said these days? I only know it's said in Austin Powers. Oh, really? He yeah, says it's, it's not my bag, baby. It's the 70s sort of vibe, isn't it? 60s. 60s. Oh, was it 60s? Come on. All right. Okay. I mean, there's loads of, do you want to do some more? Yeah, quickly, quick fire. Oh, it's not really quick fire because this person's wrote loads. Uh, he says, the over easy jokes. I've got a joke where I say, my American friend likes his eggs over easy, whereas I don't like him to taste of ovaries. Mm -hmm. um, the over easy joke is too clever and witty to give up on. Maybe place yourself and your audience as far as possible from the from its punchline. I wonder how the Americans know what ovaries taste like. And then, uh, what, and then go, because they like their eggs over easy. Oh, maybe that's the way mm. around. I wonder how the Americans know what ovaries taste like. Because they always say that they like their eggs over easy. Yeah. That's not, that might not be terrible. Yeah. That's actually all right, I think. Daryl, Daryl Milton, who did that last feedback earlier, he got involved with the pull foot one as well. For the penis joke to work, I think you need to emphasize the word my rather than thing. My thing. Okay. Uh, pull foot replied. Yeah. That's an extremely good idea. The other option is to just not bother. <laughs> Daryl replied, <clears throat> I wrote that before the end of the episode where you said that that in capitals won't help. I thought about deleting this tweet, but that capitals would have taken effort. In hindsight, after typing this, I realized deleting the tweet would have been less effort. Pulfoot replied, <sighs> Yes, you're right. In hindsight, a lot of effort and capital letters in capital letters has been expended on a joke that will probably never work. <laughs> I wish I hadn't bothered to. 
I am thinking of deleting this tweet or even leaving Twitter over the whole sorry business. Daryl replied. <laughs> if Twitter was measured using imperial measurements, if you were to quit this platform, it would be one foot too short. Nice. Paul Foot said, now that's a joke that works. There we go. Flirting on my timeline. Is that flirting? Oh, isn't that flirting? No. He said his, his joke, he wrote a joke, he said oh, it was a good joke. Is that not flirting? No. Not, when everyone laughs at one of your jokes, they're not flirting with you. What? <laughs> You're laughing now. Yeah. Oh, you want me. I do. Uh, to get out of my flat. Unbelievable. Today! Today's episode. That was a lot, but I'm really so happy. Everyone's getting involved. Yeah. If you do want to give feedback on any of the jokes, and some of those jokes I think may work, They'll, they will be tried. Um, on all socials, at Jokes with Mark. Uh, look forward to hearing from you all about today's episode with Tom Deacon. Woo! He's here. Well, he's not here. He's, he was here. He was at my agent's office and he came in ages ago and we recorded it. <laughs> and it's a good one. Have you listened to it, Joel? I have. Yes, I can't wait for you all to hear it. Let's just let's just bloody do it, Joel. But this is lovely. I haven't seen you ages, and here we are. And yeah, yeah. That, for how long has it been? Probably, I can't remember the last time. It was was it Edinburgh? Might have been Edinburgh. Might have been. When in did Edinburgh. you last go to Edinburgh? Uh, this would be the fourth year where I haven't been. No, I've seen Four you years. since then. Must have. Mm, I, I don't think so I don't think so Mike you don't keep in contact anymore I mean, you didn't text me either that is true <laughs> I'll take that back immediately no well, you you sort of <laughs> you sort of wait for comedians to, to be background on the cycle yeah you do and then you sort of bump into someone and I've, I've got a cool new podcast and I thought I know I should get on I knew they couldn't make it so I thought I know someone else and they couldn't make it who is desperate to be uh, known as a comedian oh, Tommy you still doing that Tresme joke oh not again it was a funny joke Cause for no good it now, reason can you What's, Tresemme's not really a thing now so much is it no it, the, the whole advert was salon styling products at affordable prices and I used to go ka-ching so and I just pointed at my hair and it worked didn't even use Tresemme <laughs> And that's, I think that's why people really That's why they really the liked it. <laughs> they would sort of laugh and they go, he got That's a proper pullback and reveal because they're like, oh, it's head and shoulders. Oh, it's Tresemme. <laughs> out of the blue. I think it was just the ridiculousness of it. The, the comedy. I come out, I had long hair anyway. <laughs> and I take the hat off and I go, oh, yeah, I use Tresemme. <laughs> and then it was just so off, like, completely not what I was talking about. They'd laugh and then I go, yeah, salon styling products at affordable prices. Ka-ching. Why not? That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid, but yeah, yeah, it's great. The latest joke I'm trying to work on which right. has been tested. It's the first one since Tresemme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people are with, well, obviously not, haven't forgotten about it, but you can't sound like you're doing the same sort of material. You know, hang on a minute, you did relationship jokes last year. Well, yeah. this is a different angle. No, you've done this. <laughs> um, it was just about how I've noticed that I'm getting tireder in the days in the last week. And that's because I'm using a, a sleepy uh, shower gel, right, in the morning. What? Right, I'm using, it's called Sleepy, and it's, it's a, uh, yeah, uh, never had genuinely that. from from Lush, and uh, oh. I've been using that, and I make, because it's got lavender in it, it makes me quite tired in the day. <laughs> so what, so that's designed to... Uh, yeah, you're supposed to have it at bedtime, and I didn't realise why I was so tired, and I think it's because I've been using sleepy shower gel. Mate, I, there's no way shower gel can make you sleepy. You sound like most of my audience is. Come on, mate, that's not true. 
<laughs> You've taken it too literally. Have they, have you, so you tried that one. Yeah, and and what do you are, so what do you say though? You just you just put you say it as it is. Yeah, and then what do they do? Sort of look at me and hope there's more. And then there's <laughs> I know I have to fill that gap. <laughs> are you opening with that bit? No, and then I say well there's obviously I want to just work on it. It's just throwaway. It's just kind of like yeah connecting with people. <laughs> I think you have to understand for anyone that's listening right now is that my style of performing has always been more performance rather than the, the specific jokes yeah, yeah, necessarily. Yeah. Um, sometimes it is. Some people go, I like that wordplay joke, but essentially afterwards people go, I really, really like your confidence, which means <laughs> it wasn't funny, but I still... Is that a compliment you have? <laughs> yeah, once. You're like, I'm professional. You did your time. I mean, I don't know what, what's worse. But no, I, I, I like being playful on, on yeah, stage. Yeah, so, yeah. so a joke like that fits with my style. Mm. Um, and then the flip side to the sleepy days like, and, and I know where I've been going wrong and I can't get to sleep at night because I'm using invigorate shower gel <laughs> before bed which, which makes no sense but it does so I have to is that so that's funny is that genuinely true genuinely it genuinely true. makes you, you tired yeah oh wow because well, it's all the smells of lavender and so everything. why haven't you switched them around well I have now but I really genuinely in my brain what has to happen I go why am I feeling like relaxed and sleepy at 12 I don't know I looked in the in my bag I'd been to the gym and I'd go this shower gel's sleepy <laughs> and you're just like oh, what an awful, what an awful idea of course it's ridiculous but it's it's genuinely true and I think that's how I start material is it's either it's happened to a mate of mine that's explaining stuff and I go that's funny now I have to be that story yeah yeah and yeah take it on board mm. they have warnings about like not driving and things mm. after showering causes drowsiness yeah yeah. that's funny there was something in New Zealand like that said if you have been doing this joke for less than a month or two months it's still accepted as new material okay but if if you all so they have the kind of new material nights on a Thursday uh, cool. so yeah, if you're yeah, a yeah. newer act gold they want your best hits 10 minutes of your best if you're an older act you can't do anything uh, older than you know, you know it's, mm. it's up to you but it can't be newer than a one month so you're not basically you're still putting on a good show because uh, the older acts go on. So what like, is this for? This is just for a club night? This is just, yeah, it's just a Thursday right. night at the Classic. And they basically say, look, you're an experienced comic. You're the pro, mm. old pro. You know, don't do all new. Do yeah. some good stuff. Yeah. Because really they're selling the night for the audience. Come along, support the newer acts and try and have mm. new material. And the old pros will do some new, but they'll also do some gold. So you're yeah, getting yeah. your money's worth. And it's a lot cheaper, uh, the ticket. Interesting, yeah. It's a good way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. But um, And as a, as, a, as a pro act, do you get paid for that? Yeah, you do, yeah. Well, that's that's fair enough then, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. I think you should. I just, I, and I know this this is not braggy in any way. If anyone, you know, you know me, Matt, I'm not a braggy comic. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, I, I've always wanted to die on stage, but I've never fully died a death. I've, I've okay, had one. yeah, yeah. But just Do you know what to, that is? That's because you're likable. That's, that, that can yeah. go, that can save you a lot, I think. It does. Even if yeah. you're just smiling, I've hated the gig, you know, and I'm gritting my teeth and I'm thinking... Actually, this was okay. I've always mm. had okay gigs. Yeah, yeah. And and that, I just hear a lot of the comics that we know, household names, mm. have died so hard on their whole <laughs> that you're like, you have to go through that. Like, you- someone amazing, like, well, I remember starting out, well, I was closing the show or opening, James Acaster, mm. dying on his whole. Love James. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have to go through that. Yeah. And I've always been in, the, in a fortunate or unfortunate, however you want to look at it, 
that I haven't died hard enough to go, you need to write some punchlines to this, to this stuff. <laughs> so oh, I, I, I get, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. Because, you, because you're, you're, you're so stuck in that everything's okay. This is why maybe I've moved on to do presenting jobs and everything yeah. can be okay. But so when I look at my material, I'm writing stuff now. It's like, I have to care about this to, to want to keep. Oh, that's writing. cool. Yeah. So, so like only recently I've had a look at some of my older bits that, I've always got a laugh. So mm. back, so years ago, I'd go if it got if I said a new joke and it got a laugh, that's in, no yeah. matter how big the laugh is. Mm. But now I've gone over stuff. I'm like, no, that should be a bigger laugh. And I've gone, why? Why, why isn't it a bigger laugh? Mm. And then reworded. But I've only recently started doing that. But I, that's the same sort of thing. So you know, if you're getting a laugh, you're like, well, that's good enough. That that's that's me. You know what I mean, the, yeah, yeah. And, and then I'm building to something. And I I, I need with my material. Uh, I mean, I was listening to a previous podcast with mm. Laura and I, oh, I think yeah. she's great. Laura she's Lex. Yeah, Laura Lex. And she it was just so lovely the way she was talking about yeah, how yeah. she writes everything out. And I have that with stories. And then I go, all right, people have got like a, a short attention span and a threshold for like, yeah, this is interesting, but better be funny soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think if you can't be funny when you're doing a gig, you can at least be interesting. <laughs> so, so, I, so you've got none of those. I've got none. <laughs> you know, I thought I was a triple threat. You know, <laughs> I had nice hair, but now I don't have that. But you said for this, <laughs> jot down jokes that are not working. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've actually probably, no one has come that prepared. You've got an A4 piece. That's lovely. So um, jokes that don't work. Yeah, lovely. This is what it's all about. Okay, um, when a gig has been going quite badly at a particular one at Jonglers, yeah, my favourite one that doesn't work is I turn to the crowd. When it's going badly, you do a joke when that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> I say it's really interesting coming back here to this gig at Jonglers um, because um, a jongler historically was someone who went from town to town performing pieces to illiterate, uh, stupid people nothing's changed <laughs> that's so funny then, yeah yeah that's, that's one of those where you're like I hate this audience but <laughs> for they... me the excitement is getting a couple of people who are still listening yeah to, yeah to yeah, yeah, yeah but the majority just yeah, don't I mean, like it because I'm taking a mick out oh. of the audience really are putting them so back. that's like when they're like talking to each other and like not yeah. paying attention but that was a horrible gig jongler so I just so, 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 yes and that's such a specific joke for one club that you've used to play that's right. great I didn't know what a jongler was so I just learned something yeah that's yeah. actually a yeah, yeah. like medieval so that's what jonglers... they would travel around they would be they would be a performer that would perform I, know, to... I often I wondered what why jonglers were called jonglers yeah. I didn't I just jotted did, that did down did you research that or did you already know that as a fact I re I happened to come across that fact and I was like that's funny now I'm yeah. putting it into a joke so now what I'll oh, do really is like I'll, I'll explain it to other clubs who remember there used to be a jonglers here and I'll explain okay. that and normally enough someone in their audience has been dragged along on that stag do uh, or hen do and go yeah. yeah it was awful no one listened mm. um, uh, uh, but then I have these old stories <laughs> about dating uh, so there was one that I tried to do about the, the idea of um, dating again and I sort of say it's really hard online dating because it's kind of like a trade description act you know I was going to meet with this one girl she was supposed to be blonde wouldn't believe it she turned up she was brunette and she brought along a double chin <laughs> and audiences just thought I was horrible <laughs> you can't do those now can you like it's because it gets yeah I know it was genuinely true and, and I felt <laughs> awful about it but I felt like but that's funny because I'm making light of the awkward situation <laughs> but you see what I tend not to do is to go that's the joke what I should really extend it is to talk about what is 
you know looks and to, to really delve yeah okay in. yeah so to, to sort of justify justify i what? had a, I had a tinder joke that i actually tried it the other day again and i was yeah. like oh, the audience just don't like anything one one's actually te- word yeah it has been used too much people are like no i've already switched off yeah yeah um what was what, your tinder it was um i've got another tinder bit that works really well but that was actually it's saying that i don't like tinder so that kind of is a nice sort of mm. angle but it's uh, i went on a tinder date and uh uh, uh, the girl was a lot bigger than her profile picture because you know because they're quite small aren't they it's on their phone <laughs> <laughs> but people as soon as you say that they're a lot bigger and they think that you're saying fat they, yeah. people don't like it even though the reveal is that's not the case the reveal is that she she's just a bigger person than a phone she's actual real life <laughs> yeah <laughs> so again you're the idiot yeah yeah exactly but, but as soon as they hear the first bit which is related to being fat I guess it's related to being fat, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not, no one's saying it about a tall girl, but she's bigger than her profile picture. No. So. But in, in the mechanics of it, mm. that works. Yeah, yeah, Everything as a joke. about that. Yeah, yeah. But audiences, I think, go, right, what are you going to tell me that I don't already know about Tinder? We've heard it all. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be something very clever about that. Mm. And then I'll stop bringing up fat girls. But you see that, is, is that what you're really saying about the woman? No, but they have assumed that you are digging her out for her size yeah yeah see the only way my joke of that dating the trade description act is it, i have to be self-deprecating about myself yeah what, yeah, what have course. i lied about yeah full-time comic <laughs> i only really do it <laughs> three times a week <laughs> you know like there has to be something about that yeah yeah so, t- t- did you do anything to, like that no i just dropped it i was Classic like man <laughs> <laughs> No, we, uh, we're still going out now. Um, cause, I had another. I'm not so shallow. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I had someone had a go at me on Facebook for a joke I put on. Oh, yeah. About being, I think they were sexist or whatever. Mm. But the joke is, so the joke is, um, I saw a really beautiful girl, but she had a massive ass, And that is a big butt. <laughs> right. So my point with that is, that, that's double T double T mate sure that um, when you say it doesn't matter how you spell it no I know but but, but I did it the other but day you would have written it down though I did write it down yeah, yeah. no I can't, that is a big but I don't know how I did it actually online maybe should I tell you what I think the problem was yeah when I actually looked at the person that had a problem with it who I hardly knew oh, hang on whoa 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 why did you look at her? Someone commented. No, I know, I know, I know, but that. that I went on her profile. No, no, did, no, no, no. Okay, looking at her is the wrong thing. Looked at her profile. Sure. And she was from Israel. Yeah. And I think she doesn't know the phrase, and that's a big but. So if you just looked at that at face value, I that yes, hundred percent. That's horrendous. <laughs> Which I think is what happened. Yeah. Because the joke isn't bad, is it? No. That. It's a wordplay joke. See, that's all I think, and that's the trouble. I, I always worry that I'm going to get myself into trouble because I just look at the joke first. That's a, that's the what I look at as. I I think for a long period of time when I was doing uh, like on radio, I was doing radio work. It doesn't mm. matter where I work; it's not important. <laughs> uh, but I was doing radio work, and then I'd had a profile there where I couldn't push certain jokes. You yeah. can't. So they'd constantly talk to me about what's your USP? What's your USP? Right. What's your unique selling point? And I was like, well, I do stand up. And they went, okay, we'll push that. So then I talk about certain things I talk about on stage. They went, whoa, 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 whoa don't, really? don't do that. So I become very sensitive, it, not 
I don't think that way. But mm. on stage, I never actively cause offence. Mm. That's why I tend not to tweet jokes because uh, a I'm lazy, but also b <laughs> it's because th- people people get easily offended by stuff, and I don't want to yeah. have to keep d- defending my stuff uh, self. But to be like yourself, you have to push that joke out and go. What are you offended by there? Yeah, and there is the, no one in. Th- this know. is why Laura Lex, why you brought it up earlier. She she summed it up really well. Um, like a joke example I gave about an AIDS joke. The, the Philadelphia one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's and, great. and her, but she she, she her um, explanation of why that is okay was brilliant. But I, but I, she, she's very good at knowing. Mm. I, I I just panic too much, so I w- I just don't do the joke usually. Like I tried it that that butt one yesterday. I tried it big big butt one, and it, to be honest, it didn't get a big enough laugh to warrant worrying. So I just got with it. I'll probably just not do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If it got a really big laugh, then I'd be like, right, is that okay to do? And then try and work it out. But I think it's well to, to me. It's just wordplay. Yeah, no one's really. You're not really attacking anyone. No, and also, but like. The joke would work if I was gay and I was saying it about a man, would it? Well, it would. Yeah, of course. And if I was female and saying it about a man, but the trouble, the trouble with that is that isn't something because the trouble is the cle is it a cliche? No, I don't know what my words are. This is my trouble. It's hot in this room. It's really warm. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. No, but it's not your fault. It's I know. It's, today. It's, it's the fault of the listeners because I've got a. But I feel like you should at least explain to them your head's not as fast <laughs> as it should be because. No, this is just me hot. normal anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the spreadable joke and it is is just again it's it's wordplay about Philadelphia, not. Re- it, and, could, it, and could, it works for the whole spe- spreading AIDS. It is spreadable, but you're not really attacking anybody. You're saying, yeah, well, yeah. But the big butt, someone, this woman, has feel like you're being offensive towards someone shape and size. Yeah, and you there's triggers there. There's, yeah, you're yeah, tapping you're into right. Triggers of, you're right, yeah. of you don't think that way. If you have a preference, I like to big, big butts. Bu- I, I like big butts with a double T. Um, <laughs> <laughs> however. And actually, you should be saying however, not but. <laughs> I think that's the real... Grammatically, that, she's then? really angry about should the fact... Should I try it that way? Don't say but, say so however. I met a really beautiful girl, however, she had a big, massive How, ass. However. And that is a big however. <laughs> oh, that is much better, actually, yeah. <laughs> Iconic gigs that I've, I've done. Nottingham Glee with... Uh, Andrew, Ro- I'm not going to do his voice. I started. Oh, he's stopped. represented by these agents. This Is agent he? as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we did discuss that earlier on. Uh, Andrew Ryan, uh, Elliot Steele, myself, oh, yeah. Roger Monkhouse. Mm. It was the night that Roger Monkhouse, and uh, I hope this never happens at gigs, was was attacked after the gig. Oh, you were at that one. I was. I was on that lineup, and uh, oh wow, it, his joke is about the the Nigerian girls that were in Nigeria that were abducted, sixteen mm. uh, year old, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it was and how we can find them and the use of uh, well-known, famous paedophiles. Will fi- it goes on. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing it any justice, but you imagine the word paedophile is used yeah. and Africa's mentioned and all of this. Yeah. And a woman at the back had said at the bit, this is not funny. So she, whatever triggered in her about anything of her past, right. said this is not funny, which point Roger Monkhouse, so, wow, 
I beg to differ. <laughs> to which point I quite loudly laughed. <laughs> and then there was a stag do at the back. And, it, and then what happened, whatever words had triggered her, which then triggered someone audience to, to near her to say, just shut up. Just let him do the joke. To her? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I won't shut up. And then it just went on. And Roger was like, I'm going to try and have to work my way back yeah. into this room. And then event, eventually the woman at the back who... Uh, her night had been ruined because Roger eventually had to leave because it was just so hostile. Chucked a drink at this woman, oh, to which point this woman's boyfriend then attacked Roger. As really? A, like, well, yeah, it just all could, and what yeah. it was was the words triggered uh, 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 association. And, and I think that as comics, we can't be too sensitive. Like if you find yeah. think that joke's funny in the butt and it's a wordplay joke and it gets a big laugh, that it's fine. Mm. Like if I analysed some of my material really and went, well, oh, that could cause offence. I've, I've shied away from material at times because I don't want to cause offence. No, yeah. But other times you're like, if it's funny, it's funny. I did this ages ago. Like we're talking four years ago. I had a joke. I was going out with this girl and uh, we're talking about the use of cannabis. And her point, she said to me, she was like, well, look, why would you do cannabis? Mm. And I said, because people find it very relaxing. And she said, yeah, but why can't they just replace that with something that they do that's relaxing? And I was like, how do you mean? She was like, well, think about it. Well, what would, what would you do to relax? I went, well, I quite like a bath. She was like, exactly. We'll do that then. And I said, it's hard though to get all your mates around to have a bath. Like when you're saying to them, don't worry, I'll give you twos on this. I'll leave some for you or whatever. <laughs> like, and also, it's so hard to get hold of a bath at a festival. <laughs> now, that's funny. That's really funny. And uh, a guy at the end of the gig was just like, listen, I don't care. Talking about drugs is not funny. Yeah, they're like, what are you threatening me? Like, oh, do really? not talk about drugs. Really? Do not. It's not funny. I don't oh, care what you got to say. God. And I was like, yeah, but... I think sometimes if you're going to talk about a subject which causes, evokes mm. feeling, you've got to be prepared to, I don't even think you have to justify it. You have to be able to say, well, this is why I did this joke. Because mm. I think it's funny. But then it will. So now I want to talk about drugs. I want to talk about the things I'm trying to, that, that I find challenging, like being in Manchester and then someone saying to me, these are all just the jokes I'm sort of doing at the moment. Mm just said oh do you want to do do you want to do a bump of coke like i bump off a key mm. and i sort of like never been asked that before so i said well how big's the key <laughs> <laughs> and they would looked at me and i realized i'd done something wrong <laughs> and they, they were like that is pretty laddie and i was like yeah so I just managed to get out of the situation by pretending like I was an absolute lad. Like this man will do a whole like giant key, like a key to a city when they give one out. <laughs> to, to... Or one in Portsmouth. There's just a massive key. key. There. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but, but that that's funny. But like, I now want to think about where am I taking that? It's, yeah. yeah. What's, what's the point? What am I really trying to say? Mm. Uh, but yeah, so it, but but it, I know that in the past I've stopped doing any drug-related material be, because because someone's yeah. had such a reaction. Drugs mm. aren't funny, but now I have to say, well, they are funny because it is bleak in some respects. Mm. So how do I then? Turn yeah, yeah. And I'm not the master of that at the moment. So wow, well, 
time, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, a word joke. Do you want a word joke? I love, I love word jokes. All right, mate. I don't know. I don't know if that was your style. I've always seen a massage place. This has never worked. Okay. Oh, okay. Wicked. And I want you to solve it All right. for me. Yeah. So I saw an advert. So has it never worked because it's not really your style, do you think? Yes, because out of nowhere, I'm suddenly doing yeah. a joke joke. Yeah, yeah. There was a, a, a sort of, I wouldn't call it even a salon, but a, a massage place that had on the poster, they do three types. They do a Thai massage, Swedish and Russian. And I said, I like the first two. The last one seems to go too quick. <laughs> I like that. But people just groan or as one woman did, tutted. So how do I, is it because it's Russian? It's like, it's a quick, I was trying to make this wordplay joke. I, I, Thai massage, Swedish and Russian. Or like every time I've had the Russian one, they seem to be in a hurry. Yeah. Like what, maybe if you said, mass, I know you're, I'm just drinking on my feet. Thai massage, Swedish massage or, Rus- or Russian massage. Like by saying massage after it. Yeah. I don't know whether they were they be making the jump. I oh, see me. I I got yeah straight away. But you're not saying Russia. It is pronounced slightly different. A Russian. You wouldn't. You're not actually. That isn't how you say rushing. Russian. Yeah. So maybe that's. It's too much of a jump. You're saying from that. I think it's definitely too much of a massive. jump from your material. Yeah. <laughs> but a bit. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I was trying to read where you were going with it and I thought the Thai one was going to be something to do with a massage just like down the centre of your chest. <laughs> That's what I, bet, I thought That's why going. I like to keep my tie in my pocket. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If, I, if it's a, I think if it's a good joke, I mm. don't care if it's a dick joke. But if it's just an easy dick joke, for example, I thought of one yesterday, and then I, I spoke to some my friend about it. And I was like, it's just a bit too easy, and mm. I don't even know the punchline yet. Sorry, I, don't, I do know the punchline. I don't even know what the joke is yet. Yeah. Something to do with dicks, and thinking about it long and hard. 
Right, okay. But that's the wordplay. And I was thinking, that's too easy. It's too obvious. I think, that one, it must have been done. And two, I just think that is... that's. But if it, but if it's a really clever dick joke, I think... I, I, like, Gary Delaney's got some great dick jokes. He has. And they're perfect in creation. And I, I've got no problem with that. Can I pose a question to you? Hit me. All right. Ow! Go- <laughs> God. <laughs> um. <laughs> so stupid. Sorry, I'm getting heat wave. Yeah, you could. You I, keep I'm getting that heat wave, <laughs> and I did. I did wave my hand then to, to call myself. Is that is that what heat wave is? Yeah. Wave my hand to call myself down. That's, a, That's a joke. <laughs> oh God, heat wave. How many heat? What factor heat wave are there? Two. <laughs> Both. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. Hit pose a question. Pose a question. Depending on what the let's say. The male comic is going to do dick-based jokes. Depending on how... Seedy's not the right word. How, let's say desirable, that male comic... I'm going to make another joke then. What you got? I that MP3, not CD. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I have a it's joke terrible. about... terrible. Oh, okay. really no, no. All right. What I was going to pose the question there is, depending on what you look like as a comic for the audience, is whether you're acceptable to do dick-based jokes. Uh, okay, yeah. So the okay. more presentable, the more... So, like, you could do this... Mm. The, the C oh. joke, because, as Rob Beckett said, yeah, but you're a nice guy. Yeah. There's I, nothing I, about you that's menacing. I do it in a cheeky-chappy kind of way. But if there's a seediness to mm. to the material, or it comes... Depending on what you look like. If it's like a bodybuilder and they look tough and sh- yeah. shaved dead, I think that, yeah... That you, yeah, sorry, you continue talking. I was just, I was just posing that question to you that there's certain material you can't do because I think that, how yeah. you look, the audience, uh, yeah. like, I studied it, like the semiotics of the performance. When you walk on, because of your height and how tall you are and yeah. the way you look, people go, all right, this guy, like when I, I've always done a joke, I go, you know, I get accused of being quite an alpha comic <laughs> on stage and I'm there with a very brightly coloured Adidas jacket. Yeah, yeah. People are like, no, you're not they laugh quite hard at that based on what I look like. So I'm just course, saying, yeah. the, posing the question, depending on how you look and how you present yourself, some material is not going to work mm-hmm. because they've already made a judgment of you. Yeah. And it's where like Jeff Innocent can get away with, uh, you know, changing that up and, and challenging the stereotype you've already got. Of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, th- I mean, the question is, the answer is yes. <laughs> I got you know what, sometimes, sometimes sometimes in a podcast what you want to be able to do is just have questions answered and I appreciate it. so I've got a, so I go into the, sorry this Apple store bit of material at the moment which is all about a story that genuinely happened where an update didn't go well uh, in the night it killed my phone or at least I thought it did mm. what had happened was the charger point where you put the charger in had got bunged up with fluff from my pocket. And so uh, I, I've waited four hours for a genius to turn up. This little <laughs> smeg, right? It turns out, it comes out. And then he just gets a little pin and just starts dragging all this fluff out. And I was adamant it was an update that killed my phone. And he said, the, the point, you know, the lesson to remember here is always clean your hole. <laughs> so this is, I'm working on this. There's a big bit of material which has a payoff of you should always clean your hole. <laughs> and that I know has got a laugh, but there's a bit earlier which is a dick-based joke, mm. which is I I what's the I wanted to ask about what's the disc space. <laughs> 
So in Apple, I've made the mistake of saying, what's the dick space? <laughs> and it's so throw it. But again, I'm like, what's happened to you, Tom? You've thrown in a dick joke just to build up to a whole joke. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think sometimes if you deliver it with confidence. Yeah, I think that's good. Right. I don't think that's a problem. I, but I, people don't like I it. Think people, oh, so people aren't laughing at that. They're like, oh, dick joke. No, they don't. No one does that. Do they? Who are you playing to, though? Is this new comics? Just just comedians in new material nights? Or is this punters? Punters? But they, I don't think they think, oh, dick jokes. I, no, I think normal people go, yay, dick jokes. <laughs> they love, normal people like dick jokes. I'm trying to be cleverer, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't need to I mean, the, the start of there. the joke is about a hole. Like, <laughs> I don't, um, yeah, see, I really like that as a as an idea. All right, this is a joke. So, so we, we, if you, you yeah. just get rid of that now, because it's a dick joke, you, you, you lost confidence I, in I, it. No, I just feel I've got to come up with something better than that. That's good mentality. But it's too. true though. So it's what happens yeah. to me is I get myself in these awkward situations and I go, you know, there's a whole bit here about a story which is genuinely true and it happened to my mate, um, but it's too unbelievable. No one. So what my, a yeah, lot of my stuff is 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 serious. Like like I'm talking. It comes it comes across that I'm very honest. I'm like mm. open to talk about things. Yeah. With with punchlines in there and jokes. But if it the moment it becomes like this is unbelievable. No, I'm not buying this. That's the trouble because a lot like everyone just everyone knows comics make stuff up. So to actually get them to believe it. But then I'd say you'd had the best chance to get them to believe it. Mm. Because if I suddenly went, this is a true story, they're not going to believe it, I don't think. But yeah. the fact that you've been honest. But I feel like a one-liner one, li uh, one line of comic mm. like yourself, the moments that I feel like, oh, Mark's letting down his guard. Mm. I think there's a push and pull that, that, that I really love as an audience, especially watching yourself. So that whole bit about the two chevrons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start talking about in a nightclub, so you've set yeah. it up. Mm -hmm. um, just any spoiler, my spoiling stuff. No, I might have even mentioned it before. But yeah, yeah. So, so, the, jo that, the, so on the motorway. Yeah, so the joke is I saw a sign on the motorway. It said, keep two chevrons apart. I don't know what a chevron is, but they don't get on. That's the setup. Funny. Thanks, and everyone's mate. like, great, enjoying mm -hmm. that. Later on, you talk about being in a nightclub. Yeah. And and, and I think well, you could explain it. But in that moment, I'm, every setup, I'm like, now Mark's being honest. Now oh, Mark's really? being honest. Oh, that's, so that's, that's what that's I nice. personally love as a as a as, as a, an audience member who is also a comic. I go right now. I'm getting the chat that I'd have if we were having a beer or or a, or a coffee. Yeah, yeah. The real stuff. And then, but I don't mind that suddenly I go. Oh, he's got me again. All my setups tend to be in reality. Where yeah. some one liner comics will it'll be a silly, a ridiculous setup, mm. and then the silly punchline. But sometimes I find that. That works with crowds that really like one-liners. But with a normal crowd, you have to kind of, like you just said, bring them in, mm. make them think that it's a real story. Oh, there's the joke. Yeah. Rather than, uh, I, I, I saw a, a donkey with a head of a a snake. Yeah. Or something like that. In Hammersmith. Oh, I only <laughs> thought they uh, lived up in uh, Woolwich. <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah, people, yeah. Uh, well, but before we finish, what was the, you said there was a, a bit that's, people didn't believe you it, it's about uh, a mate's dog that ends up the next door neighbour had a rabbit in a hutch at the end oh, of right. the garden and the my mate's dog had then jumped next door at some point and uh, kept doing this so he was like told can you stop 
your dog jumping across. He's like, yep, yeah, no problem. One day finds the, the dog with the, the rabbit next door dead mm. in his mouth. Oh, God. And you're like, okay, fuck, what does he, you know, what does he do? He ends up putting it back in the rabbit hutch. Oh, the, dog, the dog fit in there, did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 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 Carry on. I need to find that, that basically the next stage finds out, like, oh, hey, mate, how's it going? Trying to like brush it off. Yeah. I guess, yeah, just some sick person has just dug up our dead rabbit and put it back in <laughs> And you're like, <laughs> and it just really tickled me. But an audience just cannot get on board with that. Actually but the imagery of a cute rabbit, maybe. Cute rabbit, just don't like, what's the, you know. That's a really good joke. It's a, but it, as a story, it's great. But you're like, you have to get the audience to come on board mm. with you. Yeah. And, and and they don't. And then that for, I've told it a couple of times and I've gone, well, now I'm. So I see someone who doesn't do, someone who just does just jokes, that would be fine, I think. Mm. Because they they know they're not having to 100% believe you. But if you're selling yourself as this is all true and then you do that, maybe that's when they're like, oh, nice. It doesn't feel quite right. Maybe. Don't yeah. know. Interesting. Uh, cool. Okay, cool. Better, that's it, I think. We're is that great. it? You, I mean, we've done longer than Joel lets me normally. Oh, that's, thanks, Joel. But, but we can do more next time. That's is a there a next time? That's the I've already enjoyed this. That's the beauty of this podcast is people always write new jokes and have ones that don't work. So, yeah, 100%. We'd have a Tom Deacon too. Tom Deacon! Woo! There he is. There he is. Good episode. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm off to the Edinburgh Festival, Joel. Yeah, now, right, today. today. I'm travelling, I'm on a train as we speak. Wow. Yeah. And it's a long train. Yeah, well, probably. Because, I don't know, he's got lots of people to get up there. Hey, I had a joke, I don't I've done it in the podcast. I've never even tried it, I don't think. I saw a sign that said, please move a long train. I thought, that's a driver's job. <laughs> <laughs> you always stop flirting with me, Joel. <laughs> Um, oh dear uh, so yes yeah, so I'm on the way to Edinburgh uh, we've got two shows I've got two shows I'm involving you in that Joel but not really but you, I'll wait until the end of Edinburgh to decide how involved I was in either show <laughs> yeah um, so first show one fifteen every day at the Subway venue free fringe come on free to get in uh, and that is the live podcast this very podcast live two guests every day good Whoa. old banter come in it's going to be chilled that's my vibe it's going to be chilled I'm going to be there for a couple of them Making a special guest appearance oh, in the crowd. Do, yeah, but you're famous on the podcast now, Joel. Mm. Uh, my second show, my solo show, which I had a preview in Brighton last night. First time I did it without notes, went, well, I'm, I'm chuffed. It's, it's, I'm really chuffed with Lovely it. Lovely stuff. So please come and see it. Jokes that do work. It's not the title, but maybe it will be the title next year. Uh, it's called One Liner. And uh, it's at the Banshee Labyrinth at 4.50 every day. Free entry. Get there early. I'm hoping. I'm hoping you need to. Uh, Lovely stuff. Anything else you want to say, Joel? No. Look forward to some bonus content throughout Edinburgh. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, we don't even know what that's. We're not sure what it's going to be, but there will be. We don't know what the quality will be like within the venue. I'm hoping it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Yay! All right. Cool. Uh, Tune in next week. Thanks for listening. Leave reviews, five star reviews, please, on iTunes. It helps a lot. We love it. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.